You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Jacob, and this is the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. It is uh, about 30 minutes uh, post-game here tonight on Saturday, here in wonderful Springfield, United States. The weather's a lot nicer here tonight. It's about 45 degrees, 46 degrees according to the dashboard here. Um... Post-loss to Texas, uh, just wanted to get some thoughts out while it's fresh in my mind. Just uh, kind of a detrimental loss there for the Cats at home in front of a sold-out purple and white striped-out crowd. Just a lot um, a lot of questions uh, about that game. You know, K-State had a solid lead throughout the throughout the majority of the the uh, the game especially the first half the cats on defense were solid underneath uh, I want to say I don't have any numbers in front of me but I want to say that k state was out rebounding Texas which is kind of unheard of for uh, the cats so far this year especially with the size that Texas brings to the floor Um. K-State shot the ball very well in the first half. They weren't turning the ball over. Um, they were playing as a team, moving the ball very well. And they had a 14-point lead, well, momentarily, right before the first end of the first half. Well, when you're on defense, and this is just basketball 101, not even just like at the end of a, end of a regulation or half or whatever, it's you know even the shot clock. But the other team, if you're on defense and the other team has just seconds, you know, tenths, decimals of seconds left to get a shot up, you don't need to contest it very hard. Um, all you have to do is just get a hand up. The shot goes in, it goes in. If it doesn't, you go to half. Or if the shot clock runs out, you go get the ball, you know. What? What is Cam Carter doing fouling the guy on the three right before the end of the half? It just was kind of a bonehead play. And it's just, it's not something that somebody who plays at the Division I level, and you see it probably far too often, but the clock is running out at the end of a half, and you don't. You don't need to contest so hard. Just let them get the shot off, then go in the half, enjoy your 14-point lead. Well, of course, we foul at the end of the half, and Texas makes three free throws, and now it's an 11-point lead. I'm sitting there watching it, thinking to myself, like, that is kind of a big deal. That is a big deal. Because not only are you giving them free points right before the half, I mean... Points before the half are 
I mean, just like think about football. Scoring before the half is so important. Because in college sports, momentum is everything. Well, now it's only an 11-point lead. You still are at home, but K-State starts the second half just flatter than flat because the momentum was just not on the Wildcats' side whatsoever. You cannot give the visiting team momentum at your place. You just can't do it. And then Texas goes on a 10-2 run. K-State still has the lead for probably the majority of the you know the first 10 minutes of the second half, but then Texas finally takes the lead, and the Cats just couldn't get the lid off the basket. Um, they started turning the ball over, and these turnovers are starting to kill the Cats. Um, as, as well as Marquise Noel is, as good of a point guard he is, He's got to, you know, we're playing these teams the second time around. Sometimes he's got to be able to, when he's driving in, he's just got to shoot the ball. You know, teams are starting to figure out, like, hey, when he drives, he's passing. He's trying to find somebody. So you don't have to guard the shot there. You just guard the pass, and that's what's happening is he's not being able to find anybody because the defense is just there being able to put their hands up, get their hand, tip a pass, and committing turnovers, and then going down and scoring. And Texas in the second half really amped up their uh, their fast break, their their tempo on offense. And that's basically what was the difference in the second half because K State couldn't get the bu- the lid off the bucket. And uh, of course, the Cats fought back. I mean, it was a dogfight the rest of the way, but. Again, going back to that 11-point lead, it should have been a 14-point lead, and you think about it, that was the final score. K-State lost by three points. At the, you know, and you you could say sit here and say, well, that wasn't just the difference in the game. Well, it wasn't the difference in the game, but it created the momentum flip. It gave Texas hope. In the Big 12, if you let teams stick around, with any lead, if you if you have a big lead, if you have a small lead, it, it, like just think about it. Iowa State was ahead by 20 points against Texas Tech the other night. They got complacent. You cannot get complacent in the Big 12. Every team can win, regardless of what the score is. No team's just gonna fold over and die. So, and I'm not saying that K State folded over and died. They, they played their hearts out. I mean, they still played very, very well. I'll, I'll take back one very. They played well. Well enough that they they scratched and clawed, just like Texas did. I mean, it's Big 12 basketball. you got to scratch and claw. And K-State made free throws down the stretch. It's not like they missed a ton of free throws from what I am remembering from the game. Again, I don't have my numbers in front of me. Um, uh Inside, we got to be tougher inside in the second half. I think that was a big issue. Um, I was kind of surprised. I don't think David Gasson was in at the end there when I think Texas scored a bucket to go up 69-66 to 66 or 67-66. to 66. So I was kind of surprised by that. But um, positives, I think, uh, I think we shot the ball okay. We just got to put two halves, you know, Put a, put a complete game together. I mean, Texas shot like 30% from the first half. 
You can't just expect them to shoot 30% from the rest of the game. Shout out to Colby for giving me that information. You can't just expect them, you know, a good team. Texas was ranked 10th. They're not going to shoot 30% from the field, both halves. Um, And they're coming off, you know, last weekend they lost to uh, Tennessee. I'm not sure who they played this week, but, you know, they, I think they won earlier this week, but they, they're at the top of the Big 12 right now. They're 8-2 and two in Big 12 play. K-State falls to 6-4, and four, and now it's time for, and I guess you could take the positive away from this game for K-State is the gauntlet of the schedule, for the most part, I think is over. Again, you still play in the Big 12. You still got to come to play every game, but I think that K-State very well, at most, will lose two games, maybe three from here on out. And that puts them in a pretty good spot to at least compete for the top spot in the Big 12. And I think it's very doable. Texas still has to play KU, I think, twice. So that helps out KU a lot. Um, But I think K-State has West Virginia once, OU twice, Oklahoma State once, Iowa State at home, and TCU at home. I believe that's the rest of their schedule. So if they can put things together, start to... And Marquise Noel, such a good point guard, he really, really needs to quit turning the ball over. He's just at least got to cut it in half. He's got to make an adjustment, like I said earlier. he just got to make an adjustment and start making the smart play instead of making the uh, highlight reel play. And I'm not saying doing that always is is what's you know we need him to make these stellar plays. We need him to sh- you know come show up and be Marquise Noel, but we also need him to play basketball. You know, play make the right decisions. And anyway, so K State loses tonight. Um, these are my initial thoughts. I'm not sure if I'm going to post this as its own podcast or at the end of the next podcast. We'll see. Um, K-State falls at 6-4, and 18-5 and um, on the season. And we'll see what happens moving forward. But my name's Jacob. This has been The Lecker Room. I hope everybody has a great day. See you later. This has been The Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there. It's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8 Minute Fitness is for you.